Well, welcome everybody to episode 44 of the Blow Off Valve podcast. We're your host, Alex and Tucker. And it's going to be an all F1 uh, podcast today because basically the opposite of Mexico <laughs> was the Brazilian GP. It was, it was kind of boring as I found the Mexican GP. The Brazilian uh, Grand Prix really brought it's lots one of, those of things, twists and turns. Dude, it is one of those <laughs> things, you know, it's kind of like what happened with Monza where like, you're watching it thinking, oh my God, I can't wait to watch this when uh, the next <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> On Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, for sure. So essentially, so it was kind of a unique weekend uh, in that we had another sprint race as part of uh, qualifying. So on Friday, which normally would have been, you know, free practice to, they practiced in the morning and then they had qualifying in the afternoon. And so, Lewis Hamilton qualifies uh, on pole and subsequently it was like, it was funny because I I really didn't see like it's, I started seeing kind of people commenting on something on social media. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that Lewis had been disqualified from qualifying. And I was like, what in the heck? Yeah. 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 I didn't see it happen. Like, you know, live or anything i kind of came to the same thing like what the heck just happened yeah so lewis uh it turns out he so the slot on the rear wing that's the drs slot so that opens when drs is active uh, to reduce down to reduce drag uh that has a predetermined width um right or vertical height i guess you can think of it and it can't be greater than 85 millimeters per, <laughs> per, the, per the rule book, which who knows how they arrived at that. But And they have this little, they actually have a little tool that makes sure, mm-hmm. that, that measures it for them. It's like, it basically looks like a stick with like a round little wheel on it. it I'm impressed it, with how accurate that tool is, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it has a millimeter, you know, tolerance, basically. So... It was determined that his his uh, the opening for his his DRS uh, on his wing was more than eighty five millimeters. So, like, went, like by point two point zero two millimeters, something ridiculous, right? <laughs> so he was disqualified from qualifying, which means he started at the back of the grid for the sprint race. Where yeah. it got even more interesting was. After they got out from qualifying, when the cars were in Park Ferme, which is basically where all the cars are kept um, after qualifying and then after the race itself for the um, FIA to examine all the cars, make sure they're all you know compliant uh, to the rule book. So there's a very, uh, there's a rule that you are not to touch anyone else's car. Yeah, um, don't mess Understandably, because it's, yeah. When you're talking about tolerances of millimeters, it'd be pretty easy to to you know bend someone's wing or bend you know a little piece here or there that could cause their car to be yep. disqualified. <laughs> so f- fan video, like cell phone video, emerged uh, sh- of uh, shortly after the qualifying session of Max getting out of his car, going over to Lewis's car. And like futzing with the rear wing, like touching it and like kind of like, huh, like, you know, inspecting it, which hmm. is a huge no no. And yeah. And so, you know, 
everyone's expecting like, oh gosh, what's going to happen? You know, Lewis is starting at the back of the pack because of this. And, you know, they couldn't prove that like Max manipulated the size of the opening, obviously, but like, yeah, people were like, well, this is a huge, like, you know, etiquette violation and rule violation. So the FIA decides to fine Max $50,000, no grid place penalty or anything. So of course, Mercedes is like, this is absolute bullshit. And, you know, and so a lot of tension starting to build up around this. And on top of the tension of Lewis and Max being a very close driver's championship, Red Bull Mercedes uh, in a very close constructor's championship. And so then the sprint race happens. And Lewis, I mean, say what you want about Lewis, but this weekend to me, like, really signaled this is a, he is a champion. This is not just a guy who got the fastest car all the time. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, I agree. So Lewis goes from last on the grid to P5. Uh, so he's so he um, uh, should be fifth place on the grid, but it gets even more convoluted because he uh, is using a new engine, which yeah. he's already over his allotted number of engine changes for the year. So he gets a five place grid penalty for um, the new engine. So he starts P10, and so <laughs> so then the race Sunday. Uh, and Valtteri Bottas is on pole. Max uh, was second, and uh, and so they start off going into the first turn. Uh, Lando goes wide of Charles Leclerc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes contact. Gets, makes contact. Gets a puncture on his rear left. I think it was rear left or it's either rear or front left. And so that was a little bit of early drama. But Max gets a lead, but Lewis is just powering through. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You know, and one of the things that I I don't, I don't know the answer to this. I don't, Mm -hmm. it confuses me um, because, you know, we go from one track and it's like the Red Bull car is just dominant. They are right. I cannot keep up with them. They're mm-hmm. the fastest car I've ever seen in the universe. Mm-hmm. And then the next freaking week, it's like the Mercedes is unstoppable. <laughs> it's right, the yeah. fastest car Charging in the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I and I understand that there are differences in track. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it has does it have everything to do with elevation and where these cars perform better? Yeah. Um I- it's you know, like they're on the same rubber unless they're yeah. on, you know, different soft, medium or hard compounds. Right. I, yeah. I'm just fascinated this year how we've had the Red Bulls being dominant in some races and then the Mercs dominant. And are they changing a lot of things in between then? I yeah. I get confused by that because in seasons past, it's just been like non-stop the damn mercedes silver arrows are just freaking unstoppable everywhere so i don't understand that no i i I don't know i'm not knowledgeable enough to to be able to like confidently say like but i know that there are you know there are tracks where straight line speed right power are dominant like monza 
And then you have really tight technical tracks where your ability to get traction out of a, out of a sharp corner and accelerate is more important than top That's end true, speed. Yeah. You know, so and I'm, and, I, and obviously, like looking at that, mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, that makes sense. You know, because in in parts of this race, you know, Max in the mid sector seemed to do better. And that mm-hmm. was probably the more like technical part of the racetrack. And that yeah. kind of for a while pr- protected him and gave him enough leeway to stay ahead on the, the, the straights, you know, right. before Lewis could, could catch up. And so I think that that obviously is, is probably correct. And some of these tracks, um, you know, we could almost predict maybe the week right. before and say like, Oh yeah, Qatar is this. Like right. Red Bull screwed. Well, the other know? the other interesting component to this is, you know, even though these engines are essentially manufactured, you know, theoretically in the same way with the same tolerances with the same measurements, you know, they should be identical engines. In reality, mm-hmm. they're not. There's going to be tiny differences that yeah, are probably yeah. immeasurable, you know, by the FIA and whatnot that create just enough of a difference i mean you're talking about you're talking about you know a sport where 0.1 second difference uh over a lap yeah end up being the difference between first place and 10th place so that was the other thing i was going to add i mean looking at that engine business yeah uh that should probably be a way bigger penalty than you know just like five places because that's the interesting thing i'm glad you brought that up there was a jalopnik article that explained the fia's rules about engine replacements because it's super confusing okay Um, but essentially you so you're allotted like three engine replacements throughout the course of the season Mm -hmm. um and how they define engine is is a little bit confusing because you have the actual like engine engine you have two different uh like hybrid power unit things oh true yeah good point you have uh c you have computer systems can you have like ecus controlling the whole setup which also counts toward like the quote-unquote powertrain um yeah so there's uh, there's like five total components to what they deem like the the powertrain or the engine um and so i i would anyone listening that's interested like i would check out that Jalopnik article because they explain it really well. But essentially the biggest penalty is when you, the first time you go over your allotted number of replacements. So like, remember like Lewis took like a pretty big hit and Max also has taken a pretty big hit. Like I think it was like a 10 spot grid penalty. Mm -hmm. But then after that, pretty much every replacement after that, it's only a five spot penalty. Interesting. So that's why it's varied. Um, hmm. over time. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So Lewis is charging through the pack, 71 lap race at about lap, like 45, 40, 45. He's in striking distance of max. And I think it was on lap, lap 41 or 42. He's coming up on max on the long straight, uh, goes wide of max with DRS uh, is starting to get just past them when they get to the the corner, which is a left hander. Yeah. <clears throat> Max. <laughs> now this is where 
if you're a Lewis fan or a Max fan, you're going to see it very I think, differently. I think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, probably just the truth. So Lewis uh, is on the outside, obviously trying to get around. Max, in my opinion, takes a a terrible line in terms of a racing line. I mean, he he's not hitting the apex well. He takes such a wide line through the corner, he forces Lewis completely off the track, and he himself goes completely off the track. And then they come back, you know, they both come back on the track. Lewis, it looked like, I, I was concerned for him, it looked like he, something flew off the bottom of his car when he went back over the curbing to get back on the track. Um, so I was worried he damaged, like, his under tray or something. And they were on the team radio. <laughs> I thought this was really funny. Like immediately after it happened, Red Bull gets on the team radio to the FIA, to Michael Massey. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you know, that is they're that is, you know, they're racing. Gotta let them race. (laughs) Yeah, that's essentially racing, you know, and you're just I I felt I was just rolling my eyes so hard. It's like, dude, if Lewis did that to Max, you'd be like. What is he doing? That's unsafe. You know, how can you yeah, allow yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so of course, you know, Mercedes gets gets the the stewards decide not to penalize Max and no further investigation necessary. So Mercedes then gets on the phone to the FIA. And I love that you have the team radio from all this. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I really like transparency that. is awesome because Mercedes then gets on the radio and is like so let me just be clear. Uh, we're allowed to force drivers off the track and gain a racing advantage. A lasting uh, racing a advantage. lasting racing advantage. And there's no no, no total. We're not allowed to do that. You're not yeah. allowed to do that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. We've looked at it from every angle, you know, and deemed it you know, no further investigation. So then the team gets on the on the um on the uh radio to lewis and is like lewis they've (laughs) that's when he's like he's like of course of course man (laughs) (laughs) so funny so then you know lewis is again you know with these cars we've talked about before how it's really hard when you get within you know a certain once you get within the dirty air of the car in front of you it's hard to actually pass um but Lewis catches up again after another five, six laps, something like that. And finally back on the same long straight. uh, And Max is like swerving back and forth across the track uh, such that he ends up getting a a black and white flag. It's kind of like a warning for weaving. But it was kind of all for naught. Lewis is able to get past him comfortably with DRS this time. There's no fight at the corner again. Yeah, and I mean, in that scenario, it was almost, you know it was almost a better outcome because Lewis just you you could kind of see in that first turn he would mm-hmm. set Max up. You know, Max would basically get forced to go on the inside. Lewis would be high up, which yep. would then allow him to take more of a straight line through the. Right. Whatever it was, the Senna, the is it the Senna S's? Yeah. yeah. And so he kind of has this like more of a straight line approach, which allows him to get the power down. So yeah. that by the time he comes out of that, um, those two S's mm-hmm. and you're on the straight, he's already at a higher speed. Right. You know, and it's so I yeah. think 
it, it probably took him a little bit of time to kind of, you know, whatever, set rebuild the battery up. pack, set it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you've seen enough people like, you know, Yuki, other mm-hmm. individuals, you know, take that inside line to right. kind of, I mean, even Sergio was practicing that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the sprint or before that to like, that's how you pass people on the, on the, that first corner. But I think Lewis realized like, that's where they think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have to protect on that side, which has set me up for these kind of straight approaches through the S's, which will get more power down. And so that mm-hmm. time the, the, the pass happened so much earlier on that straight that there was no, there was, you know, like I, I'm, I, I almost like don't even want to get into the argument of, you know, what, whose fault it was and who was doing what. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, the benefit of having all that speed so early on in that uh, straight is that you couldn't have the same scenario where Max is kind of doing this lunge right into the, you know, corner to try to block Lewis. It's like, right. that was just completely overpowering pass mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know? Which is what you have to do. I mean, Verstappen, obviously, you know, he, the reality is he's, he's the points <clears throat> leader. So yep. if he, can I, if if he can defend aggressively and it ends up wrecking them both as long as he doesn't get penalized points and neither one, neither of them gets hurt that's not a bad scenario for him pretty uh, much yeah and and so lewis has to be really smart about how he's going to pass him because aggression max's natural state as a racing driver i think is aggression like it he, is i think it is that's yeah. how he got in first on the going into the first corner is like he always does super late breaking, just dives in the corner, you know, damn everybody else. If they, yep, if they come into me, it. that's, you know, this is my position. And so when you, Lewis knows that, so setting up Max for, and seeing, well, I mean, Max showed him what he was willing to do if, you know, if Lewis didn't have a comfortable lead by the time they got to the corner. And yeah. so Lewis knew he had to be right up his ass when yep. he got on to the, to the straight to be able to, you know, like you said, he had more speed coming out of the corners and then that plus DRS was going to be enough. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's where the Mercedes shines, you know, yeah. it's in those kind of straight line. Yeah. So it's, yeah, he, it's he was the second time around. I mean, I can't really blame the guy for, you know, he kind of knows the Mercedes should be in front of him. Mm-hmm. And and that it's Lewis Hamilton behind you. It's not some, you know, yeah. amateur. Um, right. And so he's going to do everything they can, he, even if yeah. that's not within the rules or pushing the limits right. to try to keep him back there because he knows once he's passed, it's over. Right. Um, yeah. So I get right. I get his kind of the madness mm-hmm. of it all, you know. Yeah. The red mist of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do kind of understand that, but um, no, it, just, it was yeah, it's crazy. Those guys it was are crazy. But then, so Lewis then basically comfortably drove away from, ended up yeah, basically by did. ten seconds, and uh, Valtteri came home in third, uh, Sergio Perez in fourth, and Perez actually pitted on the last yeah. lap to get soft tires on, went out. Uh, set the fastest lap, so Lewis was denied that extra driver, that extra point. Yeah. 
Uh, that might, you know, that might amount to something at the end. I mean, yeah, who knows, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, I think that's going to kind of be the theme for the rest of the year is, is, yeah. you know, like if Max is leading and has fastest lap, they'll pit Valtteri in on the last lap to, you know, do the same yeah. thing. So I think that's just part of the game, the points game that they're playing at this point. And, um, and you know what, to be honest with you, uh, frankly, I mean, I I know that Lewis is a great driver. I actually think he's a really cool human being. I always like when, you know, they're interviewing him. Like the first things out of his mouth are, I'm, I'm really grateful to be here. I really appreciate the fans. You guys just make this so awesome for me to be here. Yeah. You know, and Max is very different. It's, you mm-hmm. know, well, you know, you know, we did what we could. We had limitations. Like mm-hmm. it's very focused on kind of, him the team yeah. the racing whereas you know lewis is very magnanimous very diplomatic like he's obviously mm-hmm. seasoned at doing all of this stuff and so yeah. I, I really respect that and Which, i really i really know, like that Brazil too with like waving the flag like driving with the brazilian flag yeah, was, yeah know, the guy gets it and and mm-hmm. so he he's in some ways a hell of a lot easier to like than max um, yeah for sure you know that being said, for me, it's kind of also like uh, the you know New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm just no. sick of seeing you guys, right? Uh, always winning this crap. Yeah, and it's so it, it, Lewis. it's more Mercedes, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mercedes. <laughs> no, I know. And I, so it's nice. It is nice to see some competition this year for a change, as opposed to you know, oh, the drivers' championship you know, was completed and won by Lewis Hamilton with, with eight 15 races to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Great. The, the fundamental, I agree with you. I, I love seeing competition. I think, I mean, this is the most exciting season of F1 I've, I've seen since I've, I've started watching it. The, the challenge for me is I think Max is just an asshole. And yeah, I, I so, get it. Which, hey, you know, like he's basically been bred to be a racing driver. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, so it's really tough because I want to root for the underdog, but I when the underdog agree. is more of a jerk than the, the you know, than the established <laughs> champion. I agree, you know, man. It, it's it's really hard. It, you know, it's it's yeah. like if the like, Yankees had a really you know a player that yeah. you really liked, but the Boston Red Sox. You know, and the Boston Red Sox had, you know, we're just doing shady, you know, shit. But I mean, and that just kind of sums it up. You know, if you put the list of if you if you had a list of F1 drivers Mm -hmm. and I could say, who would I want to go have a beer with? Yeah. Max would probably not be super high on that list. No, no. (laughs) It'd just be a really boring conversation. Like if if if. If Sergio Perez was the one that was competing oh, with Lewis, yeah. I would be so yeah. pro Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be exactly. like, go get yeah. him, you know. But <laughs> exactly, it, yeah. It's funny because over the course of the season, with the way Max has kind of acted, the way, yeah, you know, the attitude he's had, I've actually gone from being super pro Red Bull and rooting for them really hard against Mercedes to now yeah. I've like, I've, if anything, I'm kind of leaning slightly back toward Mercedes. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I know. Like some, of, some of these shenanigans are not very, you know, endearing. I mean, no. it's, I mean, it's kind of like one thing to maybe pull a stunt like that 
if it's like the last lap of the race yeah and you're doing everything you can to stay in the lead and Mm -hmm. damn it i'm gonna just do it all because this is it it's the last lap you got but it's like we got 25 laps left and that car is overpowering it is that's not this is yes this is a certainty you are going to get passed in this race man right you can sometimes lose the battle with dignity Mm -hmm. and still potentially win the war you know yeah. Um, and and most of the time you, you kind of get these scenarios and these feelings like there's just no dignity here. Yeah. You know, no, it's complete, I, completely scrappy. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like when Max, when things don't go Max's way, he gets very petulant. And yeah. I think, well, and the I, guy is, what is he, 20? He's young. 20 some. Yeah. You know, and that's, so, so it's hard. I, I don't want to hold that against him too much because like to say Lewis doesn't do that. Yeah, he doesn't do that now as much. But, but he when he was a younger to. driver, he used to. <laughs> so, and which yep. is why he actually was not. You know, there's a lot of people that really don't like him, as they remember him from. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Career. When I when I talk with some of my colleagues that are big into F1, that's kind of the one thing. You know, I'll. You know, we'll have the same conversation. They're like, yeah, but man, he was a real prick at one point. And it's like, yeah, yeah I get that, but the guy is kind of like you know, grown into the occasion of what he's been blessed with, yeah. you know, and turn it into like a platform and stuff. I think that's the most impressive thing about him is he is someone who made mistakes when he was younger, you know, supremely talented, but didn't deal with the different aspects, public, the public aspects of F1 as well. And has really matured, I think in the best way possible to where he is very much thank, you know, thanks to the team he doesn't blame them when things don't go right. He's used his position to to further important causes to him, social causes and whatnot. And that's um, really, really, really hard to do, man. And it's really rare. Like, I mean, that was if yeah. we're talking top athletes, when there's like, that was when your life, problem. yeah, go, when no, your life's on the line and you're flying around a track and you're pumped mm-hmm. full of adrenaline. I, frankly, I don't know if I could do that and not want yeah. to tear people's heads off sometimes, you know? Yeah, no. So I agree. Like that. But so maybe Max will evolve in the same way. It's it's hard to know it. You know, we might be catching him. You know, he's yeah. early on in his career and he may, you know, he may become more of a prick as he becomes a champion. Which, I mean, he's almost <laughs> certainly going to be a, a world champion at some point. Or he yeah. may like realize like, Hey, I need to accept some of this stuff with grace and and humility, and and so well, it's just you know to be determined. But one of the things I want to mention too, I got a crack. Did you see the team radio uh, when um, uh, Sebastian Vettel was like <laughs> was parked? So no, no. What, what happened? He was jo- he was joking around. This was after all the shenanigans with you know uh, for stopping touching the wing and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, he just deadpan. He's talking to his engineer, and he just deadpan goes, "I'm going to go touch Lewis's wing." And, and the engineer, you can hear chuckling in the background, like everybody that's on the team radio heard that. And uh, he goes, "He goes, I don't know about that, Seb. That's very expensive." And Seb goes, "Ah ha ha, I'm joking. Maybe just the front wing. Maybe that's only forty five dollars." <laughs> I just, I, it that's made awesome. me love Sebastian Vettel even more. Yeah. So. I, I really like Seb. Yeah. Uh, you know, you wish that it was a little bit more competitive where some of these kind of mid pack, you know, folks could get back up there. Like, you know, Lando, yeah. 
uh, signs, you know, just, yeah. yeah those are some good guys. Danny, you know, Rick, I mean, there's just a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of good people out there. Yeah, I know. Hopefully they I, get a shot at it at some point. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think so. Uh, you know, I mean, McLaren's McLaren had a rough weekend, but you know they've been coming on, and Ferrari had a another great weekend, fifth and sixth place. So um, yeah, they did. They did. These mid, the, the mid pack races are actually fairly competitive. So we'll see. And it's going to just be so interesting to see how this all shakes out next year. Oh, I, totally, I just yeah. I feel like Reset. one of these teams that we're used to seeing at the top is by default going to make a misstep in their design because there's so many things changing and somebody who we're not accustomed to being up there is going to hit something out of the park accidentally. And so we yeah. could just see some crazy stuff next year. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's the excitement of these rule changes. Like, you know, there've been, there've been things like the double diffuser and, and stuff that in recent years that, you know, were basically, uh, allowed one, you know one team to be hell on wheels for a season and then it got banned. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, that so you just and never, that's been I, going on for like one stroke of engineering genius from you know a McLaren yeah. engineer or a Ferrari engineer and then oh it's, yeah yeah I mean look back know, on Gordon Murray I mean mm-hmm. when he was designing F1 cars God that guy's stuff got banned yeah. consistently oh, yeah. <laughs> season his, after season you know yeah his, his fan car his Brabham fan car fan got, car man yeah. <laughs> Got rid of that. The, the the famous Lotus that had the the little um, side diffu- the side pieces that would drop down to basically yeah, create yeah. A- <laughs> under the car. Like, yeah, that got banned. Banned. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of these moments in in F1 when the, a rule change took place and someone figured out that little loophole. Uh, yeah. So it'll be exciting. But um, we've got three races left in the season. We're heading wow. to the Middle East for what's for the, the point run. spread right now? Uh, let's see. For the drivers championship. championship. Uh let's see. We are at F1 drivers standings. All right. So Max is at 332. Lewis is at 318. Um, so okay. really still all to play for. If there's I think a it is, man. Seven points between first and second place. So every race, one of them is gaining or losing seven points. Yeah. I mean, they're going one, two every time. Um, and the constructors standpoints. So Mercedes is at 521. That's... Red Bull's at 510. So that's even closer. So really still all to play for. Um, yeah. And that's just it. You know, I mean, Theoretically, I remember Martin Brundle or one of them was saying, you know, when you look at the rest of these tracks, mm-hmm. they might be in Mercedes' favor. Um, and so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens there. But, I mean, if you look at it on paper, and even if the tracks are favorable, somebody could have a meltdown. Right. Or I mean, it's like somebody's tire week. could blow, you know? Yeah, like you said last week, like, it just takes one mistake one um you know one tire yeah like you said one tire failure whatever yeah so uh so we're going to qatar sunday uh saudi arabia uh the in a, in uh the first couple of weeks after in that. december yeah and then uh december 12th we end in abu dhabi at, at yas marina so uh 
it's going to be really interesting. I can't wait to watch it. Um, we'll be yeah, back. It's a great, it's a great championship, man. This it's is what we've all been waiting for, for a while. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. So, um, I think that's about it for this week. Uh, but we'll be back next week, uh, probably talking more F1. And if it's a boring way, so we might uh, throw in some, yeah. some car news or something, but, uh, <laughs> there was, good. this was not a boring race. So no, uh, that's great. So, Crazy. uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, follow us on the Blofeld podcast on Instagram. Uh, be sure to rate and subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcasts. And until then, we'll see you next week.